something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking about weddings. We also need to talk about um, our little contest we have going on. Yes, it's so fun. So um, if you've been listening to past episodes uh, for the last couple weeks, you would know that we have a contest going on that ends very soon, July 31st, very soon, if you're yes. listening to this the week it comes out. So um, it is uh, a fun little contest where we're going to uh, interview one of our listeners. Yes, you get a chance to come on the podcast. Yeah. So the way it's going to work is you are going to email us at our normal email address, which is what, Pam? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. It almost feels like we're at the end of the podcast. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So email us at our our Gmail account. And in the subject line needs to say, I want to be a guest. I want to be a guest. And from there, within the body of the, the email, write out just something fun about your wedding experience, you could have already gotten married, you could be in your wedding planning process, whatever unique, interesting thing that is going on in the world of weddings that pertains to your life. Yes. And um, from there, we will pick somebody and we will have them on the show. Yeah. Do you get to like, go through confessionals with us and give Mm -hmm. your opinions? We love opinions. Better have some opinions. Be ready. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, um, we're basically... um, We are going to be taking submissions until July 31st. Yes. So you have a couple more days to tippity tap right to us. And then after that, August 1st, man, delete. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay. Till next time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll open it up again, I'm sure, in the future. (laughs) Um, So wanted to get that out of the way, Pammy. So um, it's a solo episode today. It's just us. Just you and me mm-hmm. hanging out. Um, we do have some future guests already lined up. So mm-hmm. prepare yourselves for some the future. Stuff. Yeah, it's really going to be fun. But um, we obviously wanted to get to at least one confessional today. But first. I mean. I know. What are we talking about, Pam? <laughs> there is quite a big marriage. I don't want to say wedding because there wasn't a big wedding, but it. A big marriage that a just happened. Little wedding, little but wedding. significant newsworthy marriage. Yes. Of Jennifer Lopez. Yes. And your favorite. Ben Affleck. <laughs> Pam, I would love your thoughts because I feel like we should start with some positive energy <laughs> and I'm not going to be able to bring it. <laughs> well, I mean, how do you feel? Because I feel like you feel like most of the world feels. You have a kind heart. You're not bitter like I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I really, I'm not really sure how I feel about this. Wait, have I tainted you? No, 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 no. I mean, it's just kind of, I mean, I don't know. I, How do I feel about this? Um, I don't know. I feel like I want to say it's rushed a little bit. But I mean, I guess they kind of just picked up where they left off. You didn't have to start from scratch. Yeah, it's not a first date. You know this person. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you know, you know. But like 20 years later, is, I mean, that's pretty impressive. It's a really 
In theory, it's a very cool love story to have these two very famous people meet when they were young, almost get married, then it falls apart, they go their separate ways, they both end up in other relationships with other famous people. Mm -hmm. Have kids. Yeah, and it's like a whole thing, and then they end up back together. And it's, you know, it's this whirlwind. And after J-Lo went through this kind of whirlwind separation from uh, A-Rod. A-Rod. Mm-hmm. So that was a big deal. Like, I understand, like, in reading, uh, you know, like, Instagram or a blog or, like, seeing Us Weekly, I was like, wow, this is, like, true life soap opera drama. I mean, it's a movie. Like, what you just described yeah. is a movie. Right. One of hers, actually. And I'm they're sure. movie stars living this. <laughs> like, this yes. is so cool. Yes. But I, unfortunately, just can't, I just can't get, I I just don't trust this man. There's something about Ben Affleck. I want to like him, but I'm like, mm. <laughs> I just don't, I just worry that I'm going to be right in a couple years from now, this is going to crumble. Okay. Which makes course. me sad because I want her to be happy. I don't so much care about him, but I want her to be happy. And she's a smart lady. She is a smart lady. But also, how can you be question him and not question her? Like, she goes from relationship to relationship. She, True. But she doesn't have a history of being like a total dog. He's had some... That's true. He's had some sketchy little, little things come up in the past that makes me think, oh, nobody, but people can grow. He's, you know, people evolve. Maybe we, you know, we've turned a new leaf. Or here's another thing. What if it is just J-Lo's like, I just want a happy story, even if it's not forever. Maybe I just want like a good moment now. I'm feeling this. I'm enjoying this man. I'm loving this moment. If I'm wrong, then I'll deal with that in the future. Let me just have this whirlwind romance and let me just dive all in. Yeah. Maybe that's was like the mindset she's going for. And is that the worst thing in the world? Nah. No. No, people get divorced all the time. If they're happy, I'm excited. I know. He better not fuck it up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm watching you, Ben. I know. I know. Come on, Ben. Don't fuck it up. Come on, Ben. We believe in you. <laughs> I liked Argo. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Actually, that was pretty good. What was the other one? Goodwill Hunting. That was great. <laughs> I'm going back. <laughs> I'm like, that was a long time what ago. Else did, what else would I know him from recently? Um, Armageddon. That's old. Batman. I never saw the Batman. Or I guess not the Batman. It's the newest no, one. No, he was but. in like Justice League. Was he good? Um, mm. <laughs> he's a great director. Yes. He is. Yes. No, I, listen, he's a smart guy. Writer, director. He seems like a loyal friend. Yes. I just need him to make sure he steps it up as husband. There we go. That's it, man. Right. I also Brooke love, says. But also, can we just talk for a second about the actual wedding they had, which is that they went to Vegas. Yes. They had did. to stand in line yes. with the normals, with yes. the plebes, with yes. the peasants. With the GP. Yes. General public. Got was, in line. Yeah. To get their paperwork. And then they got married at the the little chapel mm-hmm. in Vegas, which I found out I was chatting about this to my my buddy, Amanda. Shout out, Amanda, if you're listening. Um, she did, did her vow renewals there a couple oh, years fun. ago. And she's like, oh, I know that place. Apparently, Elvis was not available, but they went through with it anyway. So I guess Elvis had already gone to sleep because it was yes. so late at night. Yes. <laughs> 
I mean, everybody has their wedding planned out and even J-Lo can't get exactly what she wants. Like, no. You roll with it. Even J-Lo <laughs> can't get exactly what she wants on her Vegas wedding. She looked it beautiful happens. though. She looked great. I love the dress. Yeah, she looked so happy and very cute. But I just couldn't imagine being one of the random people in line and being like, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, you're nervous already getting married, but then you're like, um, ex- I'm sorry, what? Ben Affleck and J-Lo are standing behind me? What? And also, like, you know, on your wedding day, you want to feel like the prettiest girl in the world. And you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, I'm standing next to J-Lo. <laughs> I guess I'll take second today. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, so, yes, um, I, I, I did enjoy the way they went about it. I thought that was kind of fun. I hear that there's probably, like, a future, like, big ceremony. Yes. I think they're not going to let us down. They're going to see something big in the future, but they just wanted to lock down the paperwork. Lock it in. I don't know. Maybe there was some health insurance they needed to finalize. Or <laughs> not judging. Someone's cobra was running out. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I'm glad that we talked about that and we got it out. I mean, how can we have a wedding podcast and not talk about that? Celebrity Mm, weddings. That one. (laughs) (laughs) Right? All right. So, Pammy, Mm -hmm. we are going to read, I believe, just one confessional because it's so long. Yes. That we feel like we want to take the time to read it all the way out. We didn't want to cut it up or edit it at all. And we thought this would be an ideal time to do it because it's a solo episode. Yes. This is a perfect time to do it. Bear with me as I... Yes. So um, if you are new to the show, what a weird episode to come in on. It's fine. (laughs) Um, So what we do is uh, listeners submit their anonymous confessionals to us via email or a voicemail or using our our website. And um, we collect them and then we read them aloud. And then we help you if you have questions or we give advice or we, you know, rant with you if you're going through something frustrating or we giggle with you we learn all your little secrets it's always anonymous <laughs> yes. and um pammy picked this very long one today and i love that it's only one i even volunteered to read half of it and you said no it's fine <laughs> so I'm, i just I'm for the this. record for the listeners to know i yes. was gonna help but you i believe you can get through it i believe in you i i can do this I can do this. You're just reading in front of the class for quite a long time. (laughs) I know. Everyone buckle in. All right. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Dear Ruth, Pam, guest, and the honorable... Hold on. I'm going to start this over. Okay. Because they said Ruth twice and not you. Uh (laughs) No, no. Keep that in. That's fantastic. Keep going. I love a listener who gives love to Ruth twice and forgets me. I can leave now. It's fine. Whoever wrote this in, I can just go grab a coffee. They come love back later. Ruth. That, that being said, she's so nice. You should mention her twice. It's true. <laughs> okay, All right. Keep going. Uh, I'm so sorry, Pam, but this is going to be a long one. Well, yes. Um, well, first off, I'm the groom. And I really, I've really admired how much love and thoughtfulness my soon-to-be wife has put into this wedding. Aww. She has done everything, pretty much. One of the things that she and I have done together was, of course, the dreaded guest list. We're now a couple of months away and have it all pretty much set in terms of all the invites sent. One thing that has come up is my stepsister is in a relationship with another female. We told her that she can bring her significant other as her plus one. My stepsister just recently told her mom about being in a relationship with said individual 
And it went over as well as you may think it went. For context, I grew up in, and a lot of my family still live in a very rural part of my state, very Christian. Me and my fiance are Christian as well, but honestly, we don't care about who anyone decides to date. I have my opinions about things, but I don't let my opinions get in the way of somebody, someone living their best life. Anyways, flash forward to just this week. My stepsister tells her mom about us inviting her significant other as her plus one. My stepsister is in her 20s and lives on her own, so her mom really doesn't have any say in her life at this point. Her mom's response? She told her not to bring her. Uh, Because that will be a distraction and people will be talking about it. Well, no, because my fiancé has a niece who's gay and she is masculine presenting, i.e. butch, and another one of her nieces is gay as well, as her brother is dating a non-binary individual. So that argument really doesn't hold up that much. My stepsister wants to come out to a couple of more of her family members, which we we have been supported of her doing. The kicker? Her mom told her to wait until after the wedding to come out. Like, what the ever-loving fuck? My fiancé told my stepsister that she feels like her mom will just keep making up excuses like wait until after Thanksgiving, Christmas, etc. This significant other is potentially going away to college a good distance away soon as well. My stepsister tends to think that her mom is trying to stall so that whenever she leaves, my stepsister will go back to dating guys. So taking her to straight camp without taking her to straight camp. My stepsister will be giving her significant other the rundown on all the details to see if she feels comfortable enough to come or not. I feel terrible to have my stepsister in that position of potentially not having her SO there to celebrate. I'm also kind of upset at my stepmother because, in my opinion, she doesn't have the right to dictate who gets to come and who doesn't. We are paying for the wedding, by the way. What also pisses me off is that not only is she dictating who can come to the wedding when we clearly invited her and her SO, but she also has unmitigated gall to tell my stepsister to stay in the closet till after the wedding. I don't appreciate the second hand entitlement, especially when we are a few months away from the big day. Not days. This is so frustrating. A wedding is supposed to be about celebrating love and that and the love that brings me and my fiance together. This has just put frustration on us this close to the wedding that really isn't needed. I'm going to confront my stepmom about this because quite, quite frankly, this business is between my stepsister and her mother. We've extended the invite and let it We've extended the invite and left it up to them to decide. We've told my stepsister that we are comfortable either way she decides, that we are okay with her SO being there, but understand if she's not since we don't want to put the SO in an uncomfortable position. I can't wait to be married, to go on our honeymoon, and just enjoy finally being together with the one I love. From Forced in the Closet. Damn. I did it. Just saying for the record, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Pam did a really good job. Whew. You want to take a break before we get to your opinion? I might need to. Okay. okay. Let her stretch. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, kudos to this groom. Yes. What a champ. What a good dude. Yeah. Doing all the right things. All the right things. I mean, uh, 
you are a true ally every <laughs> step of the way. Honestly. Yes. No, as I was reading, I could see Brooke and she's just like nodding her head with everything he was The thing saying. is, usually as we're reading, I usually interject, <laughs> but you were in such a flow that I was like, I got to wait till the end to bring in my opinion. It's fine. It's fine. I'll hold off. I'll hold off. But yeah, I was ready. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know... For starters, obviously, you're right of saying that whoever your stepsister wants to bring, guy, girl, whatever, like you were completely supportive, absolutely want you to have whatever you want. That's great. But that also you understand the sensitivity behind, you know, what if this significant other doesn't want to be put in this weird situation? Right. Like just not forcing somebody into or making them feel this pressure that they have to come. No, you have to come. You know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. is someone else's life. And do they want to potentially be in a weird, stressful situation? Like I right. like that you're sensitive to that. But oh my gosh, this stepmom. I mean, <sighs> she's a piece of work. Especially trying to pull that like, oh, it'll pull focus. That and also I completely agree with them. Like there will always be something. Oh, wait until after this. Wait till after that. There will always be something. Yeah, that you shouldn't have to delay being your true self yeah. because of someone else's timeline. Your own completely. But yes. someone else's <laughs> Sorry. I gotta pick up Ruth. Ruthie, come here. Okay, you're so far away. You're in this twice. You should be a part of it. <laughs> Come on, Ruthie. Miss Ruth, while I answer this question. Okay, okay. All right, I'm back. Well, I, 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 the thing is that for one thing, he's not really asking for advice, and he doesn't really need it, right? Because he's done everything right, right? If anything, this is a blueprint for everyone else to follow. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, I there's so many good things about this. Like he's focusing. Like, the way he started out was, my you know fiance is doing an amazing job, like that right there I was like oh he acknowledged that yeah and that kind of set the tone of who he was for the rest of the confessional and you know I'm, I'm actually not surprised that he was that cool and that open and and saying the things that he said because he set the tone right off the bat and I hope that the the stepsister I'm sure you've already told her, but that she knows that, you know, she doesn't have to feel like this singular being coming that, oh, I'm, you know, part of the LGBTQ plus community and no one else here is. And I feel like I'm on display because my stepmom's making a big deal about this, blah, blah, blah. It's good to know that there are other people like that also invited to the wedding, that it's not, you know, because it doesn't, it shouldn't be weird. You know what I mean? You're right. just living your life and you're just celebrating someone else starting their love. And like, yeah, it shouldn't be this big deal. No, but stepmom is going to make it a big deal. So let's talk about that. Like mm-hmm. if if the SO does come, um, which for the record, I hope she does, if she feels comfortable, like if it is something that the two of them are coming and everybody is comfortable with it. Great. Right. But I also do wonder about this stepmom like what is she gonna do I think she's all talk I think Mm. I don't think at a big venue like that she's gonna do anything too weird I don't think she's gonna want to draw attention to it 
I think that she's using that as an empty threat now to try to control. But in the actual moment, like, what are you going to do? Like, the bride and groom are totally chill with this. Right. As we've discussed, we are in mixed company. You know what I mean? Like, this Mm -hmm. isn't like some singular person we're going to put in a corner and shame. Like, that's not what's going on. No. I mean, I think at worst, maybe she's whispering to some like-minded family members. Yes. And they can keep their hate in that little circle. Fine. (laughs) <laughs> just just give them a little baby gate and kind of sequester them <laughs> sequester the hate in a corner keep them at their table the hate table but also i think you know what wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for this stepmother even if let's say the stepdaughter doesn't feel the stepsister doesn't feel comfortable bringing her significant other but seeing these other couples and seeing how freaking normal it is yes it's just that um, right i'm just there. being myself and i'm with somebody else who's being themselves and we like each other and it's not a big deal it's not a big deal yep that's you know what where i mean i think kind of normalizing the situation and just sort of like maybe just you know per maybe being more exposed to this because if you do have this ongoing bias and hatred towards you know this quote-unquote lifestyle or whatever you know however she's viewing it you know what I mean (laughs) but it's like if you just actually see you know if you actually see someone from the gay community in real life oh it turns out they're just human beings living their damn lives yep it's not that big of a deal Mm. they're also going to the buffet table and picking chicken or steak you know what I mean like it's it's not a big deal. No. They're also going to get up and do the hokey pokey or the Macarena. You know what I mean? Like, does it really <laughs> matter? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're all people. Yes. Ugh. So maybe it's a good thing if they did do come. Yeah. They would be able to maybe open her mind. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows how close this person? I mean, I always liked, I always like to think there's a small window for people. I always want to be an optimist. You know what I mean? Unless it's been Affleck. Even Bend. I said, I'm watching you, but I, I mean, I j- listen, you're right. I need to take that aspect and tw- put it towards Ben Affleck. <laughs> there is a big asterisk because I only partially believe what I'm saying. <laughs> Been burned too many times. <laughs> oh, Ben. Oh, Ben. Um, but yeah, I mean, who knows, maybe it will help, but I just, I, I, and I hate the idea of, I mean, I understand obviously do what you need to do, but I hate the idea of someone else's like hatred and, and, you know, like bias behavior, keeping someone else from having a good time. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, it just kind of sucks. Like the steps should just be able to go to a damn wedding and have fun. And like, you know, if you have a significant other, they should feel comfortable to come and have a good time. And I do respect that this, the person who wrote in for the confessional is trying to create that environment and doing what he can in his life to make sure that environment exists. And I truly believe that if the significant other ends up coming, there's no way that this bride and groom are going to set this person up to like not have a good time. They're probably going to put them at a table that gives them a little bit of space, make sure that everyone's aware, you know what I mean? And just do their best to like help out and make sure that like this is not going to be, this is not going to be an instant where you're going to create a traumatizing situation. I think this bride or this, uh, this groom and his fiance are going to set an amazing environment. Yeah. I mean, because that's that's who they are. You can tell that that's who they are. Yeah, that's the environment that they are going to create at their wedding, and I'm. I mean, I think that will be a fun wedding. Sounds like a blast. Good. Yeah. Let us know how it goes. Please, please let us know how it goes. And much love to your stepsister yes. and her significant other, because it's not cool when people treat you like poop. 
And I'm glad that they have you guys in their lives because even if, her mother might end up always being crappy to her, but hopefully they get to focus on the people that love them for who they are because that's who you should be focusing on. And also grow up, mom. Come on, stepmom. Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> you and Ben Affleck, get it together. There we go. <laughs> You're both on watch. <laughs> All right, Pammy, do you want to get into some bridal breaks? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you Sorry, Guys, I want to start the bridal break, but Ruth is licking. Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> okay, hopefully it's not Ruthie. loud, y'all. I don't know. She's licking the wood on the floor. I don't know. She's fun, y'all. She's fun. So bridal breaks, if you're new to the podcast, are just suggestions we give not only to brides, but to anyone helping to plan a wedding. So if you're a very super cool groom who is very accepting and we love, or if you're anybody else, except for that stepmom, she's not allowed to get this bridal break. <laughs> you know what? Maybe she needs it. Yeah. Just chill Take out. Take a bridal break, stepmom. Yes. Anyway, so there are suggestions of things that have nothing to do with <laughs> wedding planning. Um, just kind of step out of your little wedding planning bubble and do some fun things. Pam does cocktails. I do pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I already know which one you're going to do. Cause when we, <laughs> Pam and I were, had lunch last week and when we were chatting, she was like, Oh, this is definitely going to be my bridal break. And I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. So goes, Pam, please explain your drink. <laughs> okay. So I had a little bit of vacation time and my family and I decided to stay close by, but, you know, get out of the city like, uh, you know, the New Yorkers do. But we went over to Catalina Island and it is such a magical little place. I we had the best time there. And yeah, you have to explain. So if you're not from Los Angeles, Catalina Island is this like remote island you can only get to by boat or helicopter, right? Or plane. Or plane. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, it's an airport. I didn't know it was that big. Yeah. It's a. It's not a big place, though. It's not a big place. No. Um, there's one main city called Avalon. And there are some cars, but everyone mainly gets around by walking or golf cart, which is really fun. It's so cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we took this little journey over there. And I've been there before, but... Um, my husband, Jeff, had not, and the kids had not. And so um, it was a very different experience with kids. Great for kids, just FYI, if anybody has it, um, has them, has it. <laughs> <laughs> you got one of those creatures running it, around that look like you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, on one of our first nights there, well, actually, I have a little backstory. Yes. So one of the things about Catalina Island is the buffalo. Yes. They have buffalo roaming through the just through the hills wild of the buffalo. island wild buffalo yeah because be, again it's so close to los angeles that back how long ago did they come over in like the 30s or 40s it was like the 20s or 30s there was a, a movie shoot there and They're trying to do like a western they left them they just left the buffalo guys yes they brought them over and decided that uh they were just gonna leave them and they did well and thrived and there's a lot of buffalo um, you have to go further into the island. It's not like they're not anywhere near in civilization. The city. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Um, we did see quite a bit of deer though near civilization, but not any buffalo. Yeah, anyway. so they're wild, but not native because right. they were brought there. Yeah, it's very yes. weird. But yeah, there's a bunch of buffalo randomly on this island yep. off of LA. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they have um, this drink and you can get it in several different restaurants around Avalon and it's called Buffalo Milk and it is right up my alley and I may have had 
several <laughs> during <laughs> my time in Catalina. So the Buffalo, the Catalina Buffalo milk recipe is a half a shot of cream de cocoa, half shot of Kahlua, half shot of cream de banana, and one shot of vodka. And then they top it with whipped cream and nutmeg. Oh my God. I would be in a sugar shock. Look at your face. She's so excited. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would have one of those and be like, done. One? Mm, at a time. Pam would live off of those if she could. Oh my <laughs> God. It so was, your drink. It was so good. So I highly recommend. It's like a boozy. It's, it tastes like ice cream, it sounds like. Yes, it's dessert. Wow. It was, it was definitely my dessert. That's amazing. It's That's so, so yummy. <laughs> <laughs> so you can make it and not be on Catalina. Yeah. You don't have to be on Catalina to make that. Yes. You can make that anywhere and feel like you're on Catalina. Mm-hmm. And just kind of hear the, the buffalo in the background. Okay. Not really. Not but... really. No, they're not nearby. <laughs> Um, that's so cute. I love that. I actually, that's a really fun. I wonder why those, those, those things, I guess, cause it kind of makes, does it look white then? Cause of the buffalo milk? Yes. It, it is very white. Got it. Interesting. Interesting. Not sure why the nutmeg on top, but. Cause it's tasty. It does. It's yeah. good. <laughs> um, so my bridal break, um, I'll do two. Okay. One was just kind of a, a I'll, I'll explain it as I go. So, um, I think about the time that you were on that vacation, I was reading on Twitter and Instagram and like just like people that don't even know each other, not like from the same circles, just like random people. And everybody was talking about this television show and everyone's like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with the bear. Oh, yes. Everyone kept saying the bear, the bear, the bear. And again, it's like all these different people were talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? I never even I didn't see a promo. This was all just word of mouth via social media. Mm -hmm. And I told Tristan, I said, hey, like, I don't know, you know, like if we have time, but I think this weekend, like I at least want to watch one episode of this TV show. It's Mm -hmm. called The Bear. So it is on FX and Hulu. So it's now that FX and Hulu are combined. They do like a lot of co-producing together. So if you have cable, you can watch on FX or if you have Hulu, obviously it's on Hulu. Um, So the TV show is called The Bear and it is eight episodes, 30 minutes per episode. So we were able to blast through it. We watched one episode and it just like hooked us. Have you seen it? I have not, but I've heard so much about this. I don't want to give away a lot. It has one of my favorite um, actors. Oh, who? Jeremy Allen. He was Lip in Shameless. Yes. I loved Lip. Yes. So he's like the only person I and I even I never watched that show, but I remember I knew his face from like seeing clips from that show. So um, just to give you I don't want to give obviously too much of the plot away, but Mm -hmm. I can give you the basic premise, which is his character mm-hmm. is like this hot shot, young, amazing chef, like award winning, like James Beard award winning, like this, like in the coolest restaurants in the country, like one of those like pristine, like really high end, like froofy, frothy of this. Yeah. Yes. But like that high end, like you're going to pay a lot of money to eat at his restaurant. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's one of these like new chefs, but he's like really the hot shot. So his family, where he comes from, he's from Chicago, and his family has this like small kind of rundown restaurant. And his older brother was in charge of the restaurant. His older brother unexpectedly dies, mm-hmm. and he, in the will, says that this hotshot chef now owns this restaurant. 
And he decides he's going to move back home and make that restaurant amazing. So it's like a family drama and it's a workplace drama, but it's also hilarious. And it's like foodie culture because you're getting like foodie stuff and they're talking about it in these beautiful like food porn shots. And Mm. he's so handsome and charming. Mm -hmm. And like you get like real like rough Chicago. Like it is fun. And it is one of those things, again, because it's only 30 minutes. You just like, it feels like at times, like, because like, you know, you think about cooking, it can get intense. Like some episodes feel like so intense. It's like a fever dream. You're like, oh my God. That's what I heard. Yeah. People get stressed out watching yes, it. Yes, it is intense, but it's one of those things you have to keep going. Like we <laughs> blasted through it in one weekend. We were supposed to watch like one episode and like we ended up staying up that night and watching three. And I was like, I don't even know I can go to bed now. I'm so amped. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell me this. The other thing that I keep hearing is yes. that there's a lot of screaming because I've worked in a restaurant. Yes. before and yes, it's, it's loud it's yeah. definitely loud in a restaurant yeah but that's you know they make it feel like real life it is definitely I also have worked in a restaurant it it is very it is restaurant-y like whoever is writing this and helping producing this and shooting this these are all people I'm guaranteeing have worked at least a little bit in a restaurant it is such restaurant culture yeah, so if you have ever worked in the food service industry, mm-hmm. you would love this as well. Because <laughs> it really is like, I know that guy. I know that guy. Right? Like, yeah, it's very like tropes. <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm, I remember working with that kind of a guy. Yeah, it's really, and it's just, it's so, and again, it's like a small kitchen. So they're all kind of on top of each other. And it's just like, it's intense, but also like funny and heartwarming. And you're really rooting for everybody the whole time. Like they, they latched on and it's already been renewed for season two. Oh, wow. So it's worth investing because you know, you're going to be getting more. More is coming. Yeah. So the bear is definitely like a thumbs up. I I imagine it's got to get some Emmy noms. Oh, probably. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, and then, um, my other one is kind of a, it's kind of an extension of that, which is after saying the bear all weekend, I was like the bears, which is like, and then I started singing the Super Bowl shuffle. (laughs) Do you remember the Super Bowl shuffle? Yes. My second bridal break is (laughs) because I know a lot of our listeners are younger and I was like a little, little kid when Super Bowl shuffle came out. And after singing a little bit of Super Bowl shuffle to myself, I went onto YouTube and watched the Super Bowl shuffle music video. Guys, it is a fever dream. Let me explain to you if you don't know what we're talking about. In 1985, the Chicago Bears won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And then they decided to write a rap about their victory. And they made it into a music video. Music video. Yeah. It played, the song played on the radio. Mm -hmm. It was like a top 40 hit. And the musicians were the 1985 (laughs) Chicago Bears. Mm -hmm. I'm just imagine right now if like (laughs) Tom Brady, and I guess now where is he? Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Like Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers out of nowhere being like, grab the microphone. It's time for me to awkwardly rap. No one's really good at it. Some are better than most. (laughs) And some are like awkwardly playing the bongos in the background. And the cutting is so 80s and it's grainy. I mean, guys, it is a giggle fest. If you want to giggle for five minutes and watch awkward men. It's a really good Awkwardly shimmy. It's so the good. The Super Bowl shuffle is it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's where you went after the bear. <laughs> Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> so good. God, you so can't bad. sing it. <laughs> it's so bad. Anyway, so that is my second bridal break. <laughs> 
All right, Pammy, we did it. Woo-hoo. We got through a solo episode mm-hmm. with Pammy Panda. Um, so, Pammy, before we go, we do want to tell our listeners all the ways they can reach us. Mm-hmm. We do this in the form of a quiz. <laughs> Pammy, we have a website. What is it? Weddingconfessionals dot com there you, you all you paused you almost added an at gmail i, I did i, <laughs> I heard mean, it in your brain part of i this? saw the whole process yes, on you your did. face <laughs> the look of panic the realization moving forward <laughs> so if you go to weddingconfessionals.com <laughs> you can find all the links to where we are on social media where are we on social media pammy <laughs> I hope that's not a like start of how this quiz is going to go for me. No, I believe in you. You're going to okay. use the power of the 1985 Chicago Bears <laughs> and all, all of their gusto. All right. Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, and Twitter. You got it. Um, also on the website, you can find all of our show notes. So any sort of links we are talking about in the show, the bridal breaks, all that kind of stuff, you can find them on our show notes on the website. Um, Pammy, mm-hmm. we would love people to send us more of their confessionals. Keep them coming. Tell us all about your crappy stepmom. <laughs> or you're not crappy stepmom. Yes. We want to hear the good stories really good, too. Yes. Yes. Um, or tell, maybe I'll spend it this way. I'll do pause. Tell us about your super cool stepsister who's living the life she should. Yes. Boom. Yep. Um, so there are three ways that you can send us your confessionals. They're always anonymous. Mm-hmm. We will not, uh, um, we will not reveal your name. Nope. Or anything about you, unless it's what you write. Um, so there are three ways. One is an email. How can you email us? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. There it is. Also, you can leave us a voicemail. We transcribe it so we won't use your voice. What is the phone number to leave a voicemail, Pam? 434 uh-huh. 933 yep. 2663. You're doing great. You were, you were cringed. You were you not. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I just opened my mouth and. Those numbers came now out. Now it just flies out. Yes. I wonder if it's going to get to the point where someone asks you your own phone number and you're going to accidentally <laughs> give that. Probably. <laughs> the one I'm used to saying. I now. know, right? Because you don't, right. How how many other times do you say phone numbers? Mm-hmm. Right. Just this one. Um, also, if you want to send us a confessional without giving us your, your email address or your phone number, go to our website and click on the tab that says... Tell us your secret. Tell us your secret. From there, it's a simple form. One box where you put in a name. Be creative. Be fun. Sure. And then the other box, you just write in whatever crazy thing's going on. Funny story. Question. Rant. Yeah. Whatever. Give us give us your, your little gossip and hit send. Um, Pammy, we uh, would love for people to give us five stars on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Yes. Spotify does it too now. They do it They're too. They're getting in the stars game. Um, <laughs> besides Apple and Spotify, Pammy, we're on a lot of different podcasting networks. Can you... Tell me two more that start with the letter A. Audible and Amazon. Two with the letter C. Castbox and Castro. Two with the letter D. Deezer and Downcast. One with G. Google. One with I. iHeartRadio. One with O. Overcast. One with L. Listen notes. Okay. One, two, three, eight. four, five, six, seven, eight. Let's start with the letter P. <laughs> all right podbean podcast land podcast attic podcast republic um pod tail pod player fm 
pod. Two more. I know. I can't get past six. You're giving up that quickly. Yes. Pocket cast. Pocket. And pod paradise. See, it's always a different one that I leave I know, off. That, it is. Your blind spot I, changes every week. It's it kind does. of fascinating. <laughs> Radio Public, and we already said Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, and you can also use your lovely voice via Alexa and Siri. You just have to say, play the Wedding Confessionals podcast. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yahoo. We did it. Yay. I'll let you go to have another Buffalo's milk. <laughs> I'm off for it. Yes. <laughs> so and good. we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.